Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rex. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got them screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo. We got them screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, D-Lo. Number one spot, be a number one spot for some sports, huh? Got the city going crazy when we work, huh? We top two, but we ain't two, we in first, huh? And when you need the real, we is who you search, huh? D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, we your number one spot. Friday Vibes, where you at? Come on now, Friday Vibes, where you at, where you at, where you at? Welcome in to the Friday, December 8th edition of D-Lo and KC. I am Damian Borling. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. And we in here. Another big day for D-Lo and KC. We're hosting the T-Pain Flow Rider concert tonight. Tonight, I'll just say it at that. Given where we were yesterday, I'll just the place that we're at doesn't even matter. Like no, it, it just kind of feels no. weird. Just, like, <laughs> we had the little, concert. Little, little weird. We we on two stations. We got a lot of people who rock with us we, on two stations. We just at the show. We're gonna be we at the T Pain and Flow Rider show, bringing them out on stage tonight, man. This, of course, following up another incredible live broadcast, man. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. Thank you to everybody who came through. Uh, we had a blast as always. The next one is already scheduled. It's already on the calendar. It's already locked in. Mm. It is coming up February 2nd, mm. Friday, February hey. 2nd. d and KC live from Sky River Casino leading into the Kings at Pacers. Oh, 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 oh. Kings at Pacers and the D-Lo and KC live broadcast coming up February 2nd. Get your mental health days ready. Get your personal days. Get your sick days. Get your vacation days. Uh, Get all that stuff ready, man, because we're going to be side coming up uh, just a couple of months from now. So big thanks to everybody who came through. Um, We had an absolute blast yesterday. Uh, Kyle Matson is going to join us. Uh, We'll talk 49ers. We'll talk the weekend ahead. Uh, coming up here in just a couple. Uh, we've got the Lakers and the Pacers in the in-season tournament final. And I was telling the uh, fellas on a very updated edition of the handoff a moment ago, this perfect. To me, the perfect scenario 
for the first ever instant. Like the NBA has to be thrilled with this, not because it's the Lakers and the Pacers, but you have an established basketball team Mm -hmm. with an established star. Mm -hmm. Lakers, LeBron, check. You have an up-and-coming team with an up-and-coming star. The Indiana Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton, check. Mm -hmm. Putting those two in the finals is perfect. Sacramento versus Indiana would have been great for storyline purposes, no doubt. I I would have loved it. I think the league would have loved it. I think all of the fanboy writers would have loved it. But in terms of if the NBA could have scripted this, I think this is what they would have wanted. A star, a, a LeBron in Lakers, mm-hmm. a Steph in the Warriors, and a you, you get what I'm saying. It wanted an Ant Man in Minnesota, mm-hmm. a a a Indiana in Tyrese. Like this, this is perfect. Hundred percent, I agree. Hundred percent. I mean. Uh, you, you talk about the star quality of Tyrese Halliburton that goes into it, but you got a smaller market like Indiana, but you you still have the Lakers, right? And not only are the Lakers a big brand, I mentioned before they're a big brand in Las Vegas, so you don't have to worry about um, the buzz uh, going on for for the end season or for the NBA Cup. So yeah, I agree. It's a it's a great setup for them. Um, should be a great game on Saturday. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, should be a really I'm, good. I'm, game. I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, I loved watching Tyrese yesterday. LeBron James continues to do things no other NBA player has ever done before. Mm. You see that stat of twenty plus, ten plus, and five plus in like tw- it's kind of a baseball stat where you make it work by putting the you know putting the right number on it. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of make it work. And again, LeBron hits first ever numbers mm. and. By all accounts, even from his own admission, LeBron James wants to win this. Yeah. And we talked about this yesterday. LeBron, to be the first, and LeBron be 21 years in the league, yeah, this is big. That team might not get to the finals. They might not win an NBA championship. But if LeBron can find a new way to add to his accolades, mm-hmm. his basketball references, you say, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, he yeah. wants it. Oh, I just noticed your, I just noticed your crew neck. Excuse me. My what bad. about I, it? I'm so, I, just no, I just noticed it. That's my bad. I'm sorry. I was distracted. You, you, you know, you, 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 you popped in. I was doing a, I was doing a crossover. I just, this guy talking. I, 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 my bad, Chatty about. House. I just, I, it's just I a just, black crew net. Okay. <laughs> my bad. I just noticed it. I'm, I'm, my, my bad. <laughs> just, my bad, Casey. There, for anybody my bad, on the radio who's listening, go to YouTube. It's just a black crew net. That's not what. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Y'all look at y'all look just yeah, Google regular black crew necks and that's what's gonna pop up. <laughs> Ooh, man. My man Kenny Carraway, boy. On, I, don't, I don't know what this guy's Looking talking like, about. Uh, you look fa- hey, you look fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate it. You look fantastic. Very nice too. Thank you. Just and right. it's, it's 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 in a pay grade of itself as well. Don't do that. It's in a pay grade of itself. It's a regular old crew neck. I was just I don't know why. I didn't notice it. I was talking, talking, Tyrese. LeBron, hey. You look like you raided uh, LeBron's closet. If you had baggy pants on, you might have raided Tyrese's closet. Kenny's wearing stuff I can't even pronounce. Right? <laughs> it's just subtle, man. It's just subtle, man. Just, you know. Okay. Like I can't wait to see what you got to introduce T-Pain tonight. Oh, it, I'm, not, it... I'm not changing. Oh, I'm not changing. Okay. I'm just, oh. I'm here. Okay. I'm just here. That's what I said. You still driving all the way back to El Grove? I don't know, because I don't know if people are coming, so oh, okay. I figure that out. I got you. Yeah, all right. I got, I got you. I got you. I mean, just got to write. I mean, it's... 
Trip too serious, boy. Shout out Jess. Shout out Jess was in the building yesterday. Oh, Jess, man. Jess was fun yesterday. uh, Good vibes as always. Got the shoe picks and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Jess, I mean, she's she's quickly turning it. She's she's the Tyrese Halliburton of the uh, the Chatty House. I like that. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. Who would Drew Down be? (laughs) Draymond Green. (laughs) (laughs) I could hear Drew Down. Clearer than I could hear you at times. <laughs> Drew sat down. It, Drew's the only person I think I've ever. Hey, <laughs> hey, Drew. And his, I, I just saw his when I when I just saw his wonderful wife just shrink when I did that. Like, oh lord. I heard the whole conversation. My man was my man was having a blast. That was like as everyone was. It so. reminds me of uh, the uh, there was an episode of the Jamie Foxx show and. When I think Jamie was like in a bank robbery or something like that, and he did his character Tyrone Koppel, and the aunt was like, "Jamie, we're gonna get you out of there. Stay strong. We got you. Help is coming. If you can hear me, we got you." And then he goes, "I think the whole damn world <laughs> just heard you." <laughs> Jesus, that was Drew Down. That was Drew Down. I love Drew Down. Drew Down gonna have uh, a good Drew, time. Drew Down, great vibes, man. Drew, Drew Down gonna have a good time, man. That's great for vibes sure. All the time, man. That's my guy. Drew Down gonna have a good time, man. <laughs> uh, all of the pictures are all over social media. Shout out to our man Leezy, who's already put together a, a, a great video. Weird night last night too. Okay, one. Rick Carlisle, calm down. <laughs> I hate. Like, why do y'all do this stuff? Why do y'all do this? Who was talking about you? Exactly. Nobody, nobody wanted us here. Sir, who? <laughs> who? Who didn't want you there? Will you stop it? Matter of fact, I heard one NBA writer say how much it would be great if you were there weeks ago. Go- goofy. What are you talking about? Goofy. Go- I guess if you, and, and Tyrese kind of kind of jumped on it too. Yeah, we're gonna shot. Hey, that, that sh- shot <laughs> for. If, First of all, it's the in-season tournament. Calm down. Like, I'm not suggesting it's not a big deal. I don't think we're in shock the world territory here. <laughs> like, this wasn't a 64-team elimination tournament that got, like, let's let's not do that. You're also not George Mason. So, let like, let's relax. You're, you're a good basketball team with some great players and a championship coach. Mm. Let's dead that. Mm. Uh, two, what the hell happened in the Bucks locker room last night? I I don't know. They had to have a come to Jesus moment, I guess. <laughs> Again, like you, if you question the validity of this tournament, mm-hmm. yo, peep, yo, peep LeBron's reaction to getting to the finals, uh, and 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 take a look at at you know Bobby Portis and Adrian Griffin and everything that appeared to go on in the Bucks locker room last night. Yeah, they they weren't happy with missing out on <laughs> the NBA Cup. Yeah, they, they, yeah, no, they really weren't. They they turned up a little bit. I, I think they're not feeling the way that they're playing right now. I think so too. And this, so this goes back to some of the discussions we've had about the Kings, maybe, right? Mm-hmm. Because I look yeah. at the Kings and I look at their record, and I'm like, they're fine, they're okay, or whatever. But you and others could look at it like, man, yeah, the record's cool, but I'm not it's feeling what I'm the way they're playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I and I understand that. Whether I completely agree or not, I understand that. And the Bucks got like the second best record in the league. And yep. they like, nah, we're not it's cool, but we're not playing the way we're supposed to. And it's also second to the Celtics, so that's gotta probably play a part in their thinking too. Cause you said, and we'll talk more about this later, you said there's probably one or two teams that, that have got it together right now. Or I think you said two or three. Well, the Celtics do. Mm-hmm. 
Like, that's one of them. Minnesota's probably another one. But the Celtics, they appear to got have things together. And they're probably – they're also probably frustrated uh, about losing to the Pacers, not because, like, the Pacers aren't good, but they've lost two games to the Pacers now. And one of the things about uh, playing them is probably, hey, you're going to get whatever shot you want. Just get a couple stops, yeah. and you'll do whatever you want. And they haven't been able to do that in two games against the Pacers now. And the frustration might have boiled over yesterday. Yeah, very well may have. Uh, we'll come back. We will talk with our man Kyle Matson. I do want to mention this because we're going to talk a lot of football. We'll talk some Kings too, some basketball with Kyle Matson as well. But uh, our man Jason Anderson over at the Sacramento Bee reported last night. Uh, at least I think it was last night. Let me let me let me, let me double check that. Yeah, it was yesterday that Keegan Murray is expected to be available tonight. That's good news. Uh, so that's the, the the first note that we've got of that. We knew he participated in practice yesterday, but I think we all know well enough to mm-hmm. just wait and see what happens. Uh, J.A. reporting that uh, Keegan Murray is expected to be available uh, for tonight's game against Phoenix. Of course, that game's going to look a little bit different with Kevin Durant uh, and, and, and a couple of other guys out. So we'll talk a lot about that uh, today. Kyle Matson's going to come in and join us. We'll talk Kings basketball. We've got to talk 49ers football as yes. well. 49ers and got Seahawks. Got my antennas up. Oh. Yeah, I got my antennas up. Okay. I don't think they're going to lose, but I, I think they need to be ready. Well, let's talk about it. Stealing with KC, brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Um, Started following a very cool... Twitter account on this day in WWE or whatever the case may be. Okay. And they got they got ones that are like random, right? That that you know, maybe you remember in the time but they weren't uh it's not like Undertaker. I don't know, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. But do you remember I don't know why this was a big deal, but when Kevin Nash, Goldberg and Bam Bam Bigelow were supposed to fight but they it just never happened. They just had a brawl in the ring and then security came and all this other stuff. And the fans start throwing trash in the ring. Nope. It looked like pure <laughs> chaos. No, I missed that one. Pure. Was chaos. that today? It was yesterday. Okay, I have to. I follow that account. Didn't I have to <laughs> but, scroll up? But they were thing. like Goldberg ran. Like Kevin Nash ran to the ring. Berg ran to the ring. They didn't do their little intros or anything. They just ran and started fighting each other. <laughs> Okay. Look like oh chaos. you said uh, you, oh you said oh so that's WCW yeah yeah oh yeah. got you got yeah. you got you all right <clears throat> hey who won the PS5 yesterday uh Zell's wife <laughs> young oh, Zell's hell wife yeah. yeah yeah love that for them yeah it was it was it was awesome they forgot to pay their bill on the way out they were so excited oh <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan oh. tapped me on the shoulder he was like hey um how do you want to handle this like, I got the company card I was like bro. You'll you'll have to you, you'd have to clear that for ninety seven people. I got it. I got it. They didn't mean to do it. I'm like telling they didn't mean to do it. They were probably just really excited. They just yeah, felt yeah. like we 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 got it. Right. We got it. So yeah, the Zell family had themselves a day. PS five and some free drinks. Let's go. Had themselves a day yesterday, uh, as they should. As yes. they should. 
uh, as our crew. That's our people, man. That's our people. We got you. We got you. I'll chip in on that one, too. Yeah, we got you, man. It's all love. It's all love. It's all for fun. We laughed. Um, We laughed for sure. Uh, Kyle Matson of the Insiders, kind enough to join us here. Of course, Kyle, Kyle Matson also everywhere. They ain't never there. He man pulled pulled up to the Sky River <laughs> Casino, did a podcast. He almost beat me up because I said I like Universal Studios better than Disneyland. Yeah, really, that's, no, we're still up. beefing. No, I really I almost started something. I was like, "What sparked this?" And then I realized Kyle <laughs> had a Mickey Mouse shirt on. And Kyle, uh, KC saw it was an just such. A, it was such a wild stray. No. Kenny was just like, "You know what." Universe is better than Disney. Welcome okay. to my life. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. No, it wasn't, no, it wasn't necessarily random because we talked about this on the show. And you guys like, oh, Kyle's going to kick your ass. This was like a week ago. Yeah. And then this was the first time we sure. really talked. I was like, I got to I got to stand on business and, and uh, tell Kyle to his face. <laughs> I'm not kicking anybody's ass. I don't fight. <laughs> well, on, no, man. you guys, Look what you me. didn't see. Is, I cried Amazon commercials. What you see is the backstage. Shoot. Um, Kyle did like Dre Greenlaw and put his finger on in my face. Yeah, I, I did. Like, Don't ever say that again. Yeah, and it like just mushed gra- his mushed grazed, his face. Grazed your face. I, I actually I was pointing out. at Kenny and I mushed Jonathan the engineer's face. <laughs> oh, there you go. The engineer slash security officer. Yeah, chief security <laughs> officer. Dom, Domathan, Big Dom, Domathan. <laughs> That's a Kyle Madsen joke. Oh, right? look, That's I'm a great joke. Guess, guess That's why what? I laughed. One at man it. wolf pack. Yeah, it's, it's really not. My wife saying Disney she Disney. lives to disagree with you. Well, that's what happens every day. She's the best. Yeah. Well, it's hard like to argue. usually people are like, "Oh, my better half." With Kenny, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, let's get into this. Your antennas up. Kenny said his his antennas are up for 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 this game against the Seahawks. You, you do you have antennas and are they up? Kind of. I don't think they're going to lose, mm-hmm. but I think the spread opened at like twelve and a half points. Niners minus twelve and a half. That's a lot. Mm. I think they're going to start slow. I think the talent gap is wide enough. I, I I know you remember this, but the the Niners played the Cardinals at home in 2019, mm-hmm. and they got behind 16 to nothing in that game. That was the one that Jeff Wilson Jr. had the game winning touchdown on the last play. It was the mm-hmm. only mm-hmm. only snap he played the whole game. Yep. The Niners came back to win that one. This is how I, that's how I think this game is going to kind of go, mm. where the Niners get punched in the mouth early because a they're coming off a big emotional win where they were across the country last week. Meanwhile, the Seahawks played Thursday. They've had they've had the ten days of rest. I think that's a big that was a big reason the Niners beat the Eagles as bad as they did is because they had those extra three days. I think it matters a lot, especially late in the year. So I think you're gonna have a little bit of that emotional letdown from the Niners. You're gonna have the Seahawks coming off ten days of rest, where hey, they're gonna come out flying around. Maybe they get up a score too early, but then I think the Niners' talent gap is is so overwhelming mm-hmm. that they eventually battle their way back in and, and come out with a win. But if they were losing at half, I wouldn't be shocked at all. And I and I don't think I think the spread's now at ten and a half. I don't think they cover, but I think I, they win. I and now that it's at ten and a half, I think they do. I think mm. it ends up being a two score. It ends up being a two score mm. game. Sometime, maybe third quarter, or late, you know, in the fourth quarter, they'll get it to fourteen or, or ten or something like that. But um, I, and judging by what I just said about the score, I don't see it going this haywire. But I think it's going to be a little bit like the playoff game was last year. Remember, mm, the Seahawks yeah. were ahead at the half, 14-13, yeah. hanging in there, um, making life tough for Brock and all this other stuff. And then the, the, the 49ers were able to pull away yeah. in the second half. I see that being the same way because um, the, the, the playing right after they played, you know, two weeks ago they played mm-hmm. each other on Christmas night or Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. night. Um, the Seahawks were embarrassed. They got beat down mm. in their place on Thanksgiving. Yeah. 
they'll be ready to play. Pete Carroll, great coach, uh, prideful coach. Mm. He's going to have these guys ready to go. Yeah. So I, I, I'm expecting them to be in this game for a little while. James also brought this up earlier today, and I think it's a great point. There's a sense of urgency, too, and that like matters mm-hmm. so much in the NFL. Like, How often do you see a 3-0 and team face an 0-3 team and the 0-3 team wins? Mm-hmm. Because that 0-3 team, it's like back against the wall. That's where the Seahawks are playoff-wise. Yeah. In the in the NFC, you can't keep you can't go to six and seven. Yeah. So I, I think there's a ton of urgency for for Seattle. Six and six and eight, six and seven. No, I whatever think they, they go to six and seven. Yeah. And ironic, you're right. Like you're a hundred percent right in general. This year you might be able to go. To six <laughs> that's, and seven. A, that's a good point. But, but you don't you don't want you don't want to fall below five hundred. They'd right. be their fourth loss in a row. That mm-hmm. put them in a really tough spot. And it would knock them out of the division. If the Seahawks lose this weekend, they cannot win the division. Yeah, it's, 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 over. it's a long well, shot anyway, but well, still. The, the, the desperation's there. You talk about the division. 49ers clinch a playoff spot potentially with a win tonight. If they win and Minnesota or Green Bay loses, yeah, they correct. clinch a playoff spot. One or more, one, if they both tie. Or they both tie, which I do not. Just <laughs> that, just don't. Just give them both the win. I don't want to see no damn tie. You know what? I love that they always include that in the playoff. Has that ever happened? Where – a team has been like, hey, we need to tie, and then they <laughs> no, tie. I don't. The Raiders and Chargers both needed to tie to both get in a couple years That's ago. Right. They could have tied, and the Chargers and blew they it. Both got in. <laughs> they blew it. Yeah, man. That's I, right. That was that was one of the craziest week was, eighteen games of all time, seventeen, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, you talk about sense of urgency. It's different, but still, is there a sense of urgency for the San Francisco 49ers? knowing that the Eagles and Cowboys mm. are playing. Knowing that there's a legitimate opportunity at the at the one seed, also knowing you've got the Cowboys, the Eagles, mm-hmm. and the Detroit Lions. Can't forget the Lions. All hovering kind of in the in the not kind of they're all mm-hmm. hovering in the same area. Mm-hmm. Is there a a sense of maybe sense of urgency isn't the right word, but is there all or right phrase? But is there also a um, you know the the, the 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 Seahawks worried about you know keeping their season going. Mm-hmm. The, the, the 49ers work in case you was talking about their, their their goal is the Super Bowl. Yes, they may have. Hey, we got to win the division. That's the first check mark. Yep. They might have another check mark that includes a a, a home playoff game mm-hmm. or, or or some you know something along those lines. Mm-hmm. You know, d- d- does that play into it? Or or if we're talking about psychological factors, could that play in, in favor of the San Francisco 49ers? Yeah, I think a little bit, and that's the other. It wouldn't shock me at all if they just came out and kind of put a beat down, mm. like they're just a buzzsaw right now. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the case. I, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on that as I just laid out, and I for for the reasons that Kenny and I talked about. But that to your point, Damian, if the Niners are really serious, like hey, the number one seed is the goal. Mm-hmm. You need to win out because you're you're already dealing with tiebreaker scenarios. Because you mentioned Detroit. Detroit's got a soft schedule down the stretch. Mm-hmm. The Eagles beat the Cowboys. The Eagles got a pretty soft schedule down the stretch. They go to Seattle. Mm-hmm. And they have the Cardinals, I think, at two games against the Giants. Yeah. Uh, it's a soft schedule for Philly. Uh, meanwhile, the Niners, they have this game against Seattle. They have a game on, on Christmas against Baltimore. They have to they have to go to – I don't know. I don't think what? Washington's anything. But it's a 10 a.m. kick in Washington yeah. uh, the week after Baltimore. Like, that's that's a tough – Short that's, week. That, that's, it's not easy. Yeah. So – I just I, I I think that to your point, Damian, that that has to be if they're if they're really sitting there going, yeah, we want the one seed, then that urgency has to be there, especially especially since when you look at the tiebreaker scenarios, and I don't know how many how much players get into this or not, but for our sake, head to head is first. Mm-hmm. 
So the Niners have that on the Cowboys and the Eagles. Mm -hmm. And if they're tied with the Cowboys and the Eagles only, then the Niners are are the one seed. Mm -hmm. However, if you throw the Lions into that mix, where the Lions and Niners did not play head-to-head, then head-to-heads go out the window. Mm -hmm. And now you go to win-loss percentage within division games. Mm -hmm. And the Niners could conceivably be perfect in their division if they beat Seattle and then they got to beat the the Rams and the Cardinals one more time. Yeah. So that that has to be there too. If you're really serious about the one seed, like that's the second tiebreaker. And mm-hmm. you might be in a scenario where you're tied with four teams and that becomes the tiebreaker. You'd need this game. Niners, I said this the other day, it's not a gauntlet. I'm not going to say that. No. But I think it's a sneaky, tougher schedule than, to finish out than people give it credit for just because they look at – the Cardinals, Commanders, and Rams. Rams are going to probably be fighting for the playoffs. Yeah, the Rams in that are, last yeah. game of the season. The Rams aren't uh, bad, dude. That, no, they're and they're playing well. Mm-hmm. And my boy Puka, yeah, he here making moves. That's my boy. You know, <laughs> you day one. You, yeah, you've always boy. said he's really, really talented. Did you see that separation he got in that? Oh, Jesse didn't see. He ain't there right now. But he got separation in that uh, Cleveland game for a touchdown. For that's my boy Puka. But anyway, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> The 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 Rams are playing might be playing for the playoffs. Yeah. Commanders stink, but that scenario mm-hmm. um, it's going to be a short week cross country trip. Yeah, we play the the Ravens on a Monday night football game on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, Arizona, I don't think they're good, but they look a little different with Kyler there now. A little different, you know what I mean? You got to go on the road for that one. Obviously, you mentioned the Ravens, and then you got this divisional game here, so it, it's a little. Once again, wouldn't wouldn't call it a gauntlet, but you got to be aware. But it, 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 to to that point, if you're going to be a Super Bowl team, if you're going to be the best team in the league, you should win those games. Absolutely, absolutely, and, and that goes to what I was saying. I, I you guys talked about them having a sense of urgency um, for the way the standings are and, mm-hmm. and the one seed and all this other stuff. I look at it a little in the same light, but maybe a little different. I think this team smells blood in the water. Yeah. They've, they've been rejuvenated with that win to say, yo, we're here. Mm-hmm. Like, we have an opportunity. Let's go finish this out. Yeah. And that's what a Super Bowl team would do. A Super Bowl team would go and say, they'd smell blood in the water and say, we got second lease on life. Let's, mm-hmm. go, let's go make them pay. If, you, if, they, if they come out flat in this game, I, this is going to be strong, but I, if, less than what I want to say here, but this is what I'm going to say. It'd be hard to take them really seriously mm. because they have had, hey, they came out hot. Mm. They beat Pittsburgh just down in a game that I thought, man, Pittsburgh's going to kind of give them hell. And they just beat them down. And then they took care of business against the Rams in, in, in week two. And then they come home and they blow out the Giants on a short week in week three. And then they, who is it in week four? Was it the Cardinals week four? Cardinals. It was the Cardinals, Cardinals, yeah. Cardinals week four. Yeah, you, you, beat, you beat the Cardinals in week four. You blow out the Cowboys in week five and it's like buzz salty. Like, this team is here. They are so locked in. And then they had that three-game losing streak. And you're going, okay, well, there's your margin of error. Like, that's that's right, it. You just right, ate it all up. Right. And then they come back after the bye, and it's been, okay, Jacksonville, that's a really tough game. Mm-hmm. They go blow out Jacksonville. Like, okay, they're back. And they've just been methodically beating teams down since then. It's like, okay, that's mm-hmm. great. But you can't now have, for me, another, like, yeah, okay, yeah, we threw our helmets on the field and thought we could win and lost. Like you can't that's that's done. That's dead. You you have to be uh you have to be that team that's just kind of rolling for the rest of the year for me. Well, I want to ask Kyle one thing, and you can answer it too, Damien. Mm-hmm. Do you think that helped them in a in a weird way, what they went through? I, I talk about this game mm-hmm. and I talk about 
the Browns game being after the Cowboys game. Yeah, yeah. And how everybody just talked about how great they mm-hmm. were. By far, best team. They destroyed the Cowboys. And it's not necessarily that they went in lackadaisical against the Browns, like Damian would say. The Browns had a lot to do with that as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people were telling you how great you were for six, seven well, days. Well, that's that's actually – and it, please, I, I want you to address that. But that's that's what I wanted to throw out there is because looking back at that, you know, Cleveland was the top defense in the league. Like, Cleveland was incredible. Like, we mm-hmm. were talking about Cleveland at that time. They played Minnesota at a different time of the year. Like, Minnesota, we didn't know it yet. Minnesota had started to get hot. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins was still their quarterback. You could get your jokes off. Don't forget, Kirk Cousins was having a hell of a season. Yeah. You talk about desperation. You talk Cincinnati was fighting to stay alive at the time. Like, yeah. that was still the Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. So, there, you know, context is important to all of this. There's no question that the San Francisco 49ers are a better team than all three of them. But – to me, that's the flow of a season. Mm-hmm. Like you, like emotions play a factor. It's mm-hmm. literally what you guys just brought up with Seattle. Cincinnati was experiencing that. Minnesota was, they were having a moment, mm-hmm. right? This was huge for Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Like Cleveland was at a different time of, of, of their season. They just happened to hit that trifecta all in a row. You play Cincinnati now, it's probably not going to happen that way. You play Minnesota three weeks earlier, it's probably not going to happen that way. Same way with Cleveland. Deshaun Watson was still there. He was good enough. Like I think that's the kind of the ebb and flow of of the season, and those guys aren't – they're not pushovers. You know, they were in yeah. a different yeah. – it was a different time in the season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I that's, that's why it's not like, catastrophic that they lost those games. It's not like, oh, my God, I can't believe they – like Cleveland played really well, and Minnesota played really well. Like mm. Cincinnati just went into the building and and beat them. Yeah. Like with Minnesota and Cleveland, you can look at oh missed kick in Cleveland and mm-hmm. Minnesota they fumble on the first drive and the Reds missed kick in that one too. Cincinnati just beat the brakes off them. Mm-hmm. And I think since then we've seen this with the Niners a couple of times. Well, in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two they were five hundred or sub five hundred or whatever at at week eight, and then they went on a roll. Kind of what what's happened here. They just happened to lose three in a row. They were sitting at five and three. It was their best record after eight games in 19. And now they're just kind of rolling again. So I, I, that's why I'm not fearing that they're going to go lose to Seattle. But I think because of, because of the way they're playing, because they went in and they beat Philly and because they no longer have that margin of error where, Hey, they need that one seed. They know they need that week off. Trent Williams needs that week off. Like Debo Samuel, as tough as he plays, needs that week off. Christian McCaffrey, as many carries as he gets, as many touches as he gets, needs that week off. Mm-hmm. And maybe they look at this, the Philly game and they go, all right, we did it. We've conquered the beast. Here, we're, we're good. We're coasting. Mm-hmm. But I also think there's an element of, hey, we beat Philly. We're the best team in the league. This is a group of players that has had umpteen chances to go to slash win the Super Bowl, and they haven't yet. Mm-hmm. They've only gotten over that hump in the NFC once, and then they lost, they lost that game. Debo Samuel knows what that's like. Fred Warner, George Kittle, all the all the leaders on this team know what that's like. Trent Williams got not a ton of football left. Right. He knows that this is it. Kyle Juszczyk knows that he is there. They see the light at the end of the tunnel on their careers. They're not going to have that many chances. And I think after you beat Philly the way they did, I think you have to look. If you're if you're the 49ers, you have to look in the mirror and go, "This is it. Yeah. This is the shot." And resting in a week against Seattle, and going ah, 
That's just not an option. For, like for, it's it's sprint through the finish line. For this group, this is the year. This is this it. This is it. We talked about that before the season. Like this is the best chance this franchise has had in 25, 30 years to mm-hmm. to win a Super Bowl. This is the team. And the 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 other thing I was going to ask you about is do you think what they went through with that three-game losing streak helps them in a situation like this? I'm not really big on NCAA tournament. Oh, man, lose that conference tournament game so, you know, you, you can understand, you know, no. uh, that you're un, you're not unbeatable going into that. I But I, I only reason I ask in this case is you can beat the hell out of the Eagles, but you've shown as much as you're the best team in football, you – I don't want to get too crazy, but you bleed just like everybody else. No doubt. Right? No doubt. So if you don't come to play, we already saw what happens mm-hmm. when you don't come to play. Stay locked the, in and do what you're supposed to do, and you can do whatever you want out there. The only issue I have with that is this team's been through everything. Mm-hmm. Like, they they went to the Super Bowl in 2019, and they've lost the Super Bowl. In 2020, they had a lost season where a bunch of dudes were hurt, and it was just a bad year. They didn't even make the playoffs. 21, they're awful at the beginning. They get on a roll late. Losing the NFC title game, a game they should have won, like a game where you have a Jaquaski tart drop and you have a couple chances at the end to drive down and win and you don't. Mm-hmm. And then in 2022, you, same thing. Not great to start the year, but oh, rip off a bunch of wins at the end. You get to the NFC title game, boom, Brock Purdy goes down, you're done. Like this team has faced so many different kinds of adversity that for me, them like needing that three that three week loss, that three week losing streak to be like, oh yeah, no, this, that's what we needed. I just point. don't. I think they've been through. I think they've been through everything. And point. if you can't lock in now, then then what are we even doing here? So that's the thing. It, w- which, speaking from a non-fan perspective, just watching them play football, I think they're locked in. Yeah. It feels like it. I but think, I also thought. I also thought that after they beat the hell out of the Cowboys. I got you, and that's fair. I'd argue. Or the the only argument I'd make is Week 15 versus Week 13, or excuse me, Week five versus Week 13. Like yeah, you're, yeah, no, you're that's at, true. The, that's you're true. like, th- this is real now. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're nearing the end of this thing. And you know, now those weeks are going to start passing. The, 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 the time between games is going to start passing by differently. Mm-hmm. Cause you, 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 you lock in for these games against, you know, Seattle, you got that big one on Christmas day. Then you got two weeks of the season left. They're, they're, they're going to be talking about the commanders. That's all we're thinking about is the commanders and they're all going to be lying. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. They're, they're doing what they're supposed to do. You're supposed to lie to us. You're thinking about the commanders. Sure. But you know what's ahead. And in order for you to get to what's ahead, you got to stay locked in on the commanders. You got to stay locked in on the Rams. You got to mm-hmm. stay locked in. You got to stay locked in on the Ravens. Mm-hmm. You got to stay locked in and on that. There's a, there's a point in a season where everything becomes real for championship contenders. That's why you're, you know, I, I thought your assessment you know, people might not be able to see the through the the 49ers and the and the gritty and the laughing and all of that stuff. I think the assessment of wondering, like, did the 49ers maybe break the Eagles last week? Mm. I think that's a totally fair question. I don't think we'll necessarily learn the answer to that this week unless they just flat out get their ass kicked by Dallas, which isn't mm-hmm. the, I don't think the way that's the way that the, this game is going to go. But if they're sent into a second loss in a row after losing mm-hmm. one game in the first 12 weeks, I think that that's going to start to to sow some doubt. The 49ers have been through that. Mm-hmm. They don't want not not the 49ers football the, the 49ers these players have been through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They ain't going through that again. Yeah. Yeah. They and you you said it at the beginning of the year and I think you are 100% right. 
This team is focused on one. There's no stupid ass revenge tour. There's no clever nickname to the season. It's what was the line in the text thread last night? Standing on business, <laughs> yeah. right? That's what this is. That's, that's all. That's that's what this is. Just win the Super Bowl. That's the. the that's thing. it. That's, that's the literally it. That's Just it. Win, win the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Can I say something real quick about the whole Niners dressing in black for the Eagles game? Mm. That was like six people who did that. It wasn't like the whole team pulled up in black. <laughs> people were talking about how they showed up all the like, like, no, Debo did that. The only one that mattered was Debo. Yeah. D- D- and, Debo yeah. did it. That was a lot of leather he was wearing. They was. they probably <laughs> murdered two cows to if get you're gonna, that if you're gonna, done. If you're going to wear that much leather, you have to go for 116 and three touchdowns. No, if you're going to wear that much leather, you need to donate a game check to PETA. Like, that was <laughs> that is an extraordinary amount of leather. And then wore the jewelry on the outside of the turtleneck. Yeah, that was fire. Yeah, gloves yeah. on. That was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just I saw that I saw Debo can said, go though. Debo's Debo's walk in it, it, it doesn't get enough love. Like Debo, really when he walked yeah. in with the Gucci suit and the, yeah. oh, really good. He got it like that. Him and Trent got it like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it, I I saw somebody say that if you're the Niners, the one seed is all important now because you you can't go back to Philly and win now because you've got and one of the reasons was. Every, they dressed for the funeral, and you dressed in all black, and you made a big show of it, and then you go win, and you wave goodbye to the fans, and, well, now now you can't go back there, and they're not going to win if they go back there because they already <laughs> – it's like, bro, like six dudes wore all black. Come on, man. Was it, it, well, it, it, I don't yeah, think the, Niners, I don't think the Niners, if they have to go to Philly with, for the NFC title game, like which is very, very real. Mm-hmm. If they go to the NFC championship game, there's a very real chance it will be through Philly. Can we, and, and that's fine. Can we also point out they'll they'll – There'll probably be a game. We're talking NFC Championship here, mm-hmm. right? It's. I don't think the for the Eagles are going to play a scrub in the divisional round. No, yeah. if they're the one seed, they're probably playing the Cowboys. Yeah. Okay. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Oof. Like we we get it. Uh, let's worry about hosting the 49ers again later. Like mm-hmm. let's not let's not uh, that, that let, let's let no. not let, <laughs> let, let, let's not point. let that yeah. be our chief concern right now. Sure. Y'all get past the Cowboys this week. You get past the Cowboys this week. Y'all can, y'all can, y'all. Hey, hey, we had a hiccup. Mm-hmm. You could, you could say a lot mm-hmm. if you get past the Cowboys this week. Mm-hmm. Where are you at with that, by the way? Because all three of us have the Cowboys winning that game. I don't. You got the Eagles. Yeah, and it's not okay. like I have two separate things. I don't. Dak has been awesome. Ceedee Lamb is incredible. Micah Parsons is a DPOY candidate from now until twenty thirty five. Like they are, uh, Demarcus Lawrence is incredible, and Deron Bland, shout out Sac State, uh, is is having a, a that's remar- amazing, yeah, remarkable, yeah, amazing. remarkable year. Uh, is it, he gets all those because people test him all the time because he's not that good. But five, five pick sixes is crazy. They're they're just they're an awesome team. Okay, I don't want Mike McCarthy is a terrible coach, mm. and you have the Cowboys in a huge spot this week. You're asking me, do I think the Cowboys can beat the Eagles? 100%. The Cowboys roster is right up there with the 49ers and the Eagles as the best rosters in the league. But you're asking me to trust Mike McCarthy to win a big game? I cannot do that, man. I understand. I cannot. I cannot. I understand, and I think it's fair. But Mike McCarthy doesn't get any credit for the Cowboys' records? No. Okay. No, you can get credit for the records. You can get credit. uh, but But What's your favorite Mike McCarthy big game moment? When, Ezekiel uh, Elliott. 
Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott playing center. That's yeah. my favorite. Well, it's either the, that the, or the, um, him and Dak Prescott. thinking that they can run two plays in seven seconds. Like what? It, yeah. it just it just meltdown after meltdown. Like Mike McCarthy is a Super Bowl winning coach. Shout out. He should have six. With mm. the teams he's had and the talent he's had, I sorry, I don't like. He is a he is. So obviously he's not a he's not. Yeah, they win a lot of games. That's awesome. Congrats. But in a big spot, I will never, ever trust Mike McCarthy. Ever. Okay. I, I have to let you go home. But I, Mike Tomlin. I, I'm, I'm hanging out. All right. Then we're just going to keep going. Mike Tomlin, Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan. Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl. In any version, any of the last three years, Dallas Cowboys win the well, Super Bowl. That's a good question. I think with Andy Reid, they probably do. Who was the other one? Kyle. <laughs> he hasn't won one yet. Uh, but You almost can't say yes with Kyle Shanahan. You almost <laughs> yeah, can't dude. say yes because he has yeah. – these the, the, the 49ers and the, and the, and the Cowboys would, are really close. So, if Kyle Shanahan, Mike, if Kyle Shanahan was, was the, the Cowboys one. coach tonight, I would pick them. To beat the Eagles? Yes. To win the Super Bowl? Maybe. So, <laughs> well, let, let me – I'm on my TC he's, right now. He's he's the head oh, coach. Oh, boy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's the head coach. Somewhere TC's going, yeah, yeah, Kyle, yeah. <laughs> He's the head coach. Uh, it's all his responsibility. But I do want to be a little fair to the situation. And I I don't know how much say he has on it, but Kellen Moore was the, the OC. Mm-hmm. Kellen Moore was making those calls. Sure. And, I mean, does, does Mike, like, can't get it done in a big game, can't make a play call, is that – should that all be on McCarthy? Yeah, he's that coach, man. Okay. Then what do we have offensive coordinators for? Did well, you that, know Kyle that, Shanahan was the head coach of a Super Bowl in Atlanta? I know. It's crazy. It's crazy <laughs> how he blew that game. It's wild. <laughs> they called the defense and everything. It was nuts. That'll be a trivia <laughs> question one day. Who's the head coach of that Atlanta Falcons team that blew the Super Next Bowl? Next time at Bar West. Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Kyle no, Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. I got it. I got it. It's Kyle Shanahan. No, sir, it's not. But with but with somebody like Mike McCarthy, remember Andy Reid was the same way before he got Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So I mean, maybe maybe Dallas wins this game and they go and they win a Super Bowl and it's like, oh hey, Mike McCarthy's a good coach. Well, but well. I just I, I gotta see it before I start being like, oh yeah, the Cowboys are a buzzsaw. Watch out. Well, that's uh, that's the other part of this conversation. Is it McCarthy's fault? <laughs> like. Was He's it Andy Reid? Was it was it Andy Reid's fault, or was it Donovan McNabb? And when Andy Reid started winning, was it because he got a quarterback that could take him there mm-hmm. instead of having Donovan? Andy Reid wasn't on the sideline puking. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah. And Dak, well, he's not been well, good in big spots. That's true. So I don't know. I think that's I think, another reason that I am leaning so heavily on the Cowboys this week. Think Dak got it. No, I just keep I just keep looking like you can't do this again. <laughs> like no one I don't think anyone will ever believe in you if you do it again. This is in this moment. Yeah, right? I don't know that anyone will buy your act if cuz you're you've got good like you are on fire right now. Mm-hmm. And you're beating teams by a lot at home. This game's in Dallas. Mm-hmm. You have 14 straight in Dallas. You're not gonna get this goodwill again if you if you if you blow this game yeah. versus the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. The the other reason why I think the Cowboys are gonna win this game, I thought it before the 49ers game, and I probably think it a little bit more now. 
is the Eagles, and maybe there's it's only the 49ers that can do this, but the Eagles got real problems on defense. Like that whole thing about if you can hold up to that defensive line, <laughs> the the linebackers in the secondary, you can barbecue chicken them. I think that's real. And the same thing applies for these Cowboys. If they can keep Dak upright, I think they could feast on that defense. The Eagles, I don't want to make it like they're this bad team or whatever, but I think there is an element to those wins mask a lot of the things we were seeing with our eyes. Like, they're not as good as last year. They're definitely not as good as they were last year. And and I I think Dallas has the personnel to to continue to expose that. I totally agree. I don't trust Mike McCarthy, though. Well, okay. I'd rather, I'd rather not bet on Mike McCarthy and lose than bet on Mike McCarthy and lose. <laughs> you can sleep at night. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, well, you know, they over... But if I'm like, might yeah, be the fairest assessment like, of all time. It. <laughs> it might be the fairest assessment of all time. Yeah. You know what I missed yesterday while we were out at Sky River is Ty Davis Price is back. He he's back. Yeah, Came out, out of nowhere. Good and for what's him. his name? Gave him his locker back. Logan I don't want to say it like that, but yeah, the the guy they signed when they cut. Yeah, Logan uh, Ryan. Yeah, Logan Ryan. Good for him. Gave him his his locker back. Nice guy. Yeah, Logan Ryan. Um, real quick about the 49ers. Armstead out. How big is that? How concerned are you about him not being able to play? It's a little bit of a little bit of a thing for sure, but I, I think in this game it's not a particularly huge issue. If he's going to be like out for the year, now it becomes a problem. But against Seattle, Eric Armstead shouldn't be the difference between a win and a loss. Like you get Kevin Givens or Kalia Davis or more Javon Kinlaw. Javon Kinlaw has been playing a little better lately. Yeah, yeah. got his first sack in what three years? The other yeah. Day. Yeah. Oh my gosh! He's got the easiest sack yeah, of his the life. Guy fell and he touched yeah. him. But that that was the counts. ball game, by the way. That was that was it. When that happened, they were in the deep red zone. Oh yeah, yeah before that, yeah. before that play, yeah. he falls down, and now their third and goal mm-hmm. from the five turns into third and goal from the twenty. They kick a field goal at six nothing instead of having a chance to make it ten nothing. I think if the Niners go down ten nothing, I think they lose that game. Oh, I, rem- I remember that play. Yeah. We were talking about that it's play, a, dude. That's what Kyle Shanahan talked about. That like. Like every game comes down to two or three plays. Yeah, and he's like, if two or three plays go the other way, we lose instead of winning by twenty three points. Mm. And I just I think that's spot on. So yeah, the Niners kicked the heck out of the Eagles last Sunday, but by no means do I think the Forty ers are three touchdowns better than the Eagles. I think they're two touchdowns. Better than the <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just better than the Eagles. They're better than everybody when they when they're healthy. One one more thing. We got time. You don't have to. Oh, yeah, we're, okay. we're we're riding. Kyle. I'm going to House. I'm going to the Ham Holiday Party tonight. Oh, very nice. Yeah, so I'm just nice. chilling here until I go there. Very nice. Well, I mean, I'm gonna. He told me I could come up early. So. I was gonna say, I, <laughs> sir, like gonna, the, there's got to hey, be a better hey, option. Hey, than hey, I'm that. hanging out through KSFM. Let's go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll be hanging out here alone. We got a concert to go to tonight. <laughs> oh, you're going to T Pain? Yeah. Oh, I'm so. Jealous. That's why we're missing the holiday yeah, party. Oh man, yeah. I, uh, I was listening to my shuffle. We're bringing out T Pain, and yeah. uh, I like that. By T Pain came on, and that is a. Banger, bro. it is. Kyle was the one Shining who alerted me to the uh, over night. the over the covers album. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that it dropped, and he was like, "Hey, you've got to hear this." New T Pain, and bro. I put it on, and he started belting Sam Cook. I was like, "Hey, yo, the hell is this?" Unbelievably talented. Every yeah, that dude I, can go. You know what I've never ever done in my life? Well, lots of things, but you know what I've <laughs> you know what I've never ever done in my life? Meth. No, uh, <laughs> no. Um, you know what? Is had a T Pain song come on and been like, nah, next. 
That's oh, never no. once happened yeah, to me. No. no. New T-Pain comes. I'm like, okay, here we go. Turn it up. You know what's By the way, for those who are wondering, we still will be on KSFM today. Magic of yeah. radio. <laughs> from the concert, live from the concert. That's what. That's, that's what old we said. school. That's what we said. That's old school. Who, that's what who we said it? when we recorded you, it. Two you guys days are ago. talking like, "Hey, we live out here, T Pain." Yeah, that's exactly. It's like you were here when we did that. <laughs> hey, who was who was who was outside? Well, just alive. I guess you didn't have to. I wasn't outside. But who remembers when they used spring to, jams live, live? When did they stop that? Probably when they realized it sounded like crap on the radio. Yeah, because I remember I was like eight. I don't even know. I don't know if it was. Yeah, it, it sounded was, terrible. But they used to broadcast. Then artists the started cussing live. more, and they were like, "Yeah, we can't. <laughs> we can't keep doing this. This isn't gonna fly anymore." Yeah, I was like eight years old, turn on the uh, KSFM, and they broadcast. Mark live. S. Allen live from Spring Jam. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to ask you about this. You got a little better knowledge uh, about this than maybe I do. Is there an arbitrary deadline for a possible Zach Ertz sign signing? Nah, I don't think so. Do you think that happens? I don't think Niners are that interested. You don't think mm. so? I mean, nah. why, if, why I think the, I think the value interested? I think the value because he can't block. I don't know how good of a blocker he is, mm. and I just don't know. I think there'd be I think there would be value in keeping him away from Baltimore, or or Philly, mm. because you talk about Philly specifically. One of the big things the Niners didn't have to do was worry about the middle of the field in the passing game. Mm. So you just have Fred Warner just hang out and spy Jalen Hurts, and that's what it was. Mm-hmm. If you have Dallas Goddard running around or Zach Ertz running around, now all of a sudden middle of the field o- opens up a little bit. Yeah. And I think the same thing with, with Baltimore. So much of their passing game was through Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that if you get Zach Ertz in there, he's not Mark Andrews, but is the threat. Mm. So I think there'd be a little value there, but I don't think the Niners run enough two tight end stuff to to make it valuable. And I don't think that they'll think he's a better blocker than Charlie Warner is at this point. So yeah, well I just the fact of the matter is Kyle, you just sold me. Go sign him. Make sure he didn't sign anywhere else. That's just it. like uh Cody Ross in twenty ten with the San Francisco Giants. They didn't want him <laughs> to go to the Padres, so they signed him. Go ahead and get this guy. Hell, he can never play. I don't care. It, anything that needs to be done to get this Super Bowl here. Yeah. Has to be done. Yeah, go sign him. Kyle said it. I don't hate the idea. You don't hate the idea. No, not at all. After all this, <laughs> Super Bowl gets here. Whew. Thank God the Forty Nine ers signed Zach Hurst. Boy, I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if this would have gotten it done without his Week Thirteen signing. <laughs> not to, I mean, minimize maybe. Zach Hurst. Maybe. You mentioned Armstead. I was thinking about Eric a sec- like. You you mentioned probably you know obviously you want Eric back, mm-hmm. um, but it feels like his absence for like a Baltimore game would be massive. Oh yeah, for sure. So so Matt Mayoko said this on the radio in the Bay Area yesterday, and when Matt Mayoko says stuff, it's usually like educated. Yeah, he said that his guess is that quote unquote is that they go. Like basically sit Armstead until the Baltimore game. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's got a foot and a knee thing. Okay. Get through the next couple of weeks, okay. and then Monday night get him back in and uh, for that big game against Baltimore. So. Yeah. yeah, that's what I think they should do. Uh, I kind of thought the same thing. Like, not that you don't want to be too arrogant and be like, we don't need him to win this game, but no. Uh, but if it's if it, if it comes down to if you can get him healthier right. for the postseason. Right. 
That's if this was a playoff game, he'd play. Oh, thank you. Al- Alvin, Kyle Gentry. Alvin, Alvin Madsen over here. Jeez. Shout out Evan Gentry. That is not a shot at you. No, no. We just That's really, really wish you hadn't said that <laughs> twice. Kyle Shanahan says that all the time. I don't like when coaches do that. Just stop. This game, if, if, it's not a playoff game. It's the third game of the season. Like, yes. let's not do that. This is a yeah. this game was on a Sunday. He'd play. Okay. Oh, well. Out on Thursday. You got to play Thursday, but so you can't play. Yeah. Yeah. This is a playoff game on a Sunday. Oh, my goodness. Wow. He'd be be ready to go. He'd be 100%. I'm ready for Hey, would you you rather? I'm going to shift gears real quick. How much have we got? One minute? No, you got time. No, you got like three. Three Three minutes? Okay, here we go. I asked this to to Damien. We were talking about this at the end of. You ever been on this show before? No, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's crazy. Um, Would you rather have Keegan Murray? Mm hmm. If he is maxed out at his at his ceiling, would you rather have him be Michael Porter Jr. or Aaron Gordon? Uh, I don't think that's his I mean, ceiling. By the way, I'm just throwing. We're just throwing out names. Are we somebody in the chat house? Probably. I don't want to make this too convoluted, but are we talking about like we're not talking injuries, right? Yeah, no, just no, he's no, healthy and he's, he's talented. Is he same it, talent player? Basically, as Michael Porter Jr. is he a bad defender who chucks and sometimes he's going to give you 35 and sometimes he's going to give you eight? Or is he a good defender, versatile defender, who's going to go get you some rebounds? He might only give you a couple points, but he's going to affect the game in a ton of other ways. I'd rather Michael Porter Jr. Because mm. I think you can go find Aaron Gordon. You can go find. I've see, I have the, you can go I, find a defender. See, I think the I, I I feel the same way, but for the opposite reason. Mm. I feel like you can go find a guy who's going to. It's like, yeah, you need to put some shots. Yeah, I can do that. Now, Michael Porter Jr. might be a way better scorer than he's been in his career so far. Mm-hmm. Like he might he might just be a freaking bucket. Mm-hmm. But I think Aaron Gordon, the way he's kind of evolved his game, where he's like a two through four, sometimes five, depending on the five defender. Mm-hmm. He hustles. Mm-hmm. He, he, you know, you're getting 100 percent from him every night, and sometimes he's going to give you 25. Mm-hmm. I, I think those guys are way harder to find. It, it's uh, no, it's it's a fair point. It's a great question too, but I'm always looking at it as if you got a guy that they got a game plan because if you don't game plan for him, he can go for. 30 That's to 40. I, I'd take that because, like I said, i not saying that he's playing in the NBA Finals. I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if that happened, but go find Kessler Edwards to go guard somebody <laughs> for a little bit. You know what I mean? Sure. Now Kessler Edwards is not Aaron Gordon. He's yeah. not. Yeah. Um, but I but like a Herb Jones, like you found Herb Jones in the second round, yeah. and he's this incredible – yeah. versatile defender. I just think that you can find that a little easier okay. than a Michael Porter Jr. But that's, that's a great fair. question. That's fair. Yeah, that is a good one. Um, I said Aaron Gordon for the record. Mm. Um, James said Jamal us, Murray. As <laughs> James has never gotten an assignment he understood, <laughs> like ever. My favorite thing was I was listening one time, and you said, who's there more pressure on, oh. uh, De'Aaron Fox or Demonis Sabonis? And he went, neither. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, James. My man. All right, James, you fill the next 40 minutes. <laughs> Big thanks to Kyle Matson for spending the last 40-some-odd minutes with us. Uh, does great work, as always, over on the Insiders, as well as on the Candlestick Chronicles podcast and over at NinersWire.com. We'll come back much more ahead here at Steve Little KC. Brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 